Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Recorded live. I am energized. I am, I am energized. energized. I am powerful. I am powerful. I am keeping my eye on my be-all. I am keeping my eye on my be-all. All right. Who would like to go first with their joke and their be-all and um, any open agreement? I'll go first. Uh, go ahead, Stacy. I am a Young Living Royal Crown Diamond member of Young Living. I am the author of a number one New York Times bestselling book during my lifetime. And my joke is I love music. And a lot of my bands that I listen to are even older than I am. So I thought this joke was particularly funny from Reader's Digest. It says, if you still rock out to 8-track tapes, then you'll (laughs) dig these band names for aging musicians, such as Counting Crow's Feet, (laughs) or R-E-M, or instead of R-E-M, Remember, (laughs) R-E-M-Member, or Nine-Inch Nine inch toenails <laughs> or hair supply <laughs> or minivan Morrison <laughs> or the early birds <laughs> or instead of run DMC, it would be walk wow. DMC. <laughs> Okay, then. All right, Brenda, do we have any open agreements? I do not believe we do. Wendy, do we have any open agreements? No, we do not. Okay, is Kathy with us? Uh, Kathy was on the line, and then she, um, I see that she hung up, and she did send me a text message. Um, Did either of you get a text message? Uh, I, I might have, however, I have not checked my... I just saw it. Hello? I'm still here. I'm not sure where Stacy went. Takshu says she is still on the line. Okay. I'm up in my uh, upstairs away from my computer because my dogs are barking so loud. Okay. I, it put me on mute when I responded to Kathy. 
So okay. I, I want to acknowledge why um, what I, this is, I feel this is an open agreement with both of you, so I'm going to speak to it here uh, without revealing anything from a coaching call that was actually said. I gave Kathy the opportunity to consider that it might be time to take a rest stop from the caretakers and training call and um, or not just a call from the program. And I see that she has chosen to do that. And um, I'll leave it to her to talk with both of you as to why she's chosen that. We already did speak with her before coming on to the call. Um, she had not used the solution process um, prior to us getting on the call 15 minutes in advance, Stacey. When you say we, are you saying you and Wendy? Yes. We yes. did a three-way with Kathy. So continue now that I understand. So what do you mean she did not? She called us um, and reached out to us um, for support based upon her call with you. And um, she, uh, we, um, we talked and uh, did a couple things. Um, we went through the four bodies with her um, and the solution process was one of the things that came up um, for her specifically, um, and uh, at that point it was 12:30, and we um, and she uh, uh, said that she was going to um, leave us so that we could all get on the call at that point. So we were not able to continue the conversation with her, so that we were able to be on the call 15 minutes in advance. Okay. So, um, do either one of you? have anything that you'd like to speak to about this to me during this time before we go on and you you share your be-alls and all that. I'm, I'm here to listen and to respond. Um, right now, I really don't know how I feel um, because it's all very, very fresh. So I'm still in the middle. No, no. Mm-mm. No, okay. if you were in raw, you would know exactly how you feel. Okay. This is Brenda. Uh, I'm not letting you get away with this. This is what you do. You're not sure of your feelings. They don't come out till later. No, get into raw and check your feelings. Okay. Um, I am going to be quiet then and check in with my feelings. And if Wendy wants to respond at this time, she can. Okay. Wendy, what would you like to say, if anything? I... Uh, I respect Kathy going for it. analyzing. What are you feeling? And what questions I'm, I'm do you feeling, have? I'm feeling um, I'm feeling a little sad. I'm feeling empathetic. I believe that she's exhausted and sleep deprived. And I am pleased that she's listening to her body. Okay. Um, Let's take each one of those. So why are you sad? Why are you choosing this sad emotion? Um, I, I, I'm, 
I'm not choosing to stay in the sad. There's just, there's a little bit of that's not what I asked you. So why am I choosing to stay in the sad? Um. I not just more feeling badly. I, I can't more, hear you. Perhaps it's more feeling. It's more than I'm feeling badly. Um, okay, so let's just change one emotion for another that's still in the same category negative. of vibration. Why are you feeling sad? Because there's there's now a shift taking place, and I'm uh, okay. There's a shift taking place. Why are you choosing to be sad? Because there's a shift taking place. Uh, I'm not going to be sad. I'm not going to choose. Same thing that I'm saying. If you were really in raw, you would know exactly what you're feeling and why. This is your practice. This is the gift that Kathy is giving to the two of you today. Use the gift. I'm coming back. So there's a shift. Why are you choosing to be sad around the shift? I'm choosing to feel sad because I I know how my heart goes out to her. I know how. Yep, right there. I know how. What assumption are you making? I'm, I'm not assuming. I'm, I'm going from the words that she said on the con- on the call previously, um, of how. Okay. So um, what? It's, it's not say? an assumption. Um, what did she say that left you feeling sad? What I heard, what I was left with from that call was how important it was for her to complete something. Uh, I am now going to shift. In the end celebrate that she chose to listen to her body. Okay, great. And why did you choose to go sad? You said you empathized. What you're really doing, Wendy, is instead of being a raw, you went into a place of yourself and how you would probably feel and why that's bad. If Kathy chose powerfully to make a decision that really worked for her, isn't that something to celebrate? It is. It is. So that's why I'm saying, look at what you do. You went to a place of sadness. I also went to a place of should and old habits. Okay. What was the should? The should was was more of an old habit of when something, when something isn't completed or someone, I hear someone, you know, having a difficult time to just go into, go into uh, bad with them rather than, uh, rather than stay with the support. I mean, I stayed with the support during the call with her and was not in sad at all, uh, yet fell back into an old habit of afterward uh, 
feeling like I still should feel sad when in fact there is no need to feel sad. There is no, I, I do not have to, that is not a choice that um, I have to make or that is really even, um, well, it's not a matter of whether it's warranted or not. It's, it's not a, that's uh, not going to be my choice. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I, I'm close, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it, and this will serve me very well uh, after every coaching, every time I coach someone. Exactly. If you go into empathy, you won't be able to stand in a place to cause a breakthrough for them. That's my point. Okay? Be in raw. Be aware when you get pulled out of it instead of standing in the energy surges. I believe in the call with her, I was. Um, I, I, okay, did uh, I tell you you weren't, Wendy? Did I tell no, you you weren't? No, We're no, talking, I didn't know. Hold on. Hold on. Talking about improving on the silence. I'm only talking about this call. I asked you what was sad. We're only talking about it here. Please don't bring other things in when it's not necessary. Only here. And the training is to stay in raw. You're the one who just said a moment ago that it will help you when you're in a coaching call. And I responded to that. Only to that. That you, that it is important for us as coaches to recognize when we get pulled out of raw and to get right back and use the energy surges. There wasn't any reason for you to refer back to the call you had with Kathy. Can you see that? Yes, I do. Really? Do you? Yes, I really, really do. Okay. I do. I do. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, that's you reverting back to the old, having to defend or explain. It's not necessary. I was moving forward with, in the future, this is why it's so important. Were there any other feelings you were feeling with, um, about the situation? I was I was also feeling happy that she was honoring her body. Okay, and why were you happy that she's honoring your her body? I'm happy that she's honoring her body because I believe she is making she has made a powerful choice for herself to be able to move forward. Okay. Wendy, I'd like to point out to you you're making a judgment. Okay. Why does it make you happy that she's doing anything? Uh, what business is it? I'm going to say it like this and it's not going to be that nice. It's going to be kind. What business is it of yours what she chooses to do? Are you complete? I am complete. May I respond? Okay, thank you. Yes. Um, as because as her accountability partner and is supporting her in the call beforehand. I'm going to stop you. I'm, 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 you're not getting it. Okay, I'm not. I want okay. you to hear my words. Okay. What business 
is it of yours? What she does, and whether it were to make you happy or unhappy, what difference? It's her life. I believe that that's my way of being supportive in right. you celebrating that. with her success, but celebrating with the step that she's taking to move herself forward. I I see that as supportive. Okay, so if you're celebrating it's supportive and she's depressed and you're depressed along with her, is that also being supportive? No, changing one emotion for another emotion. So what difference does it make which emotion you use? At what point are you no longer being supportive? I'm really playing with you here. I'm doing my best to break through some myths that you've got created for yourself that get in the way of your being able to be a coach. I appreciate that. And I am, can you please repeat that question again? What is the difference? What I heard you say is what is the difference between being supportive and being... Yeah, that's not actually what I I said, and if it came out that way, I apologize. So I am going to rephrase. Thank you. You said that by celebrating with her, you're being supportive, correct? Correct. Okay. Then I said to you, and what if she was depressed? Would you be being supportive if if you were also depressed along with her? And you said no. Correct? Yes, correct. And I said to you, they're just emotions. What difference does it make whether you're celebrating or being depressed along with her? Why wouldn't they both be supportive? Why wouldn't they both be supportive? Because if I am, if I or am, or neither one being supportive. If celebrating is supportive and being depressed along with her is not supportive, what's the difference? They're just choices of beingness. So if your beingness is being supportive, why wouldn't you just be supportive whether she's depressed or not? That's the fallacy, Wendy, that I'm attempting to show you. Brenda, is this making sense to you, where I am with this? Uh, It's very enlightening to me. So, yes, it is making sense. Okay, can you explain so that perhaps Wendy might be able to hear it differently? Because we're really breaking through a a big block she has about what it means to be supportive. Okay. Um, From my perspective, what I'm hearing you say, Stacey, is that... um, Support isn't based on emotions. Support is support. And um, I can be supportive of Kathy when she's depressed. I can be supportive and, and anybody. I can be supportive of them when they're depressed. I can be supportive of them when they're happy. I can be supportive of them regardless of what the emotions are that they're going through. So choosing to be supportive 
or labeling um, for myself that I'm supportive when I'm celebrating uh, positive is is missing the point because support is support. It's it's not based on something the other person is doing. It's based on what I'm choosing to do. Exactly. And further, what difference does it make whether I'm happy or sad about someone else's choices? That is not about their choices. All it is is about the mirror they're holding up to me. So if I choose to be happy about what Kathy did or I choose to be sad about what Kathy did or anyone, it has nothing to do with Kathy. It has to do with something within me and some judgment or feeling or experience of mine. I'm really speaking about me. That's the second part of it. Wendy, do you feel like you're getting any of this? I am. I am. It is it's sinking in more. I am listening to to the words in the moment and I also have the words in my head of our healer coaching classes of active listening, reflective listening, offering support. But I can, I, I'm going to interrupt because I'm sure that there's nowhere there where they tell you what emotions you're supposed to be feeling, whether you're active or reflective or offering support. Brenda, is that the correct statement? They're not telling you what emotions to have? They're not telling us what emotions to have. Um, I have heard um, Jackie say that it is acceptable for us to reflect back what we feel. Right. Okay, but our feeling is our feeling. Okay, that's my point. So if I'm, this is a very complicated, very intricate conversation. I also said at the beginning of your training, of of Jackie's training, I hope you'll both remember that I said there were going to be times when there would be differences in what they're offering to you and how we go deeper using the energy surges to stay out of therapy. Do you all remember, do you both remember me saying that to you and there would be times we'd come up against some things that were different? Yes. yes. Okay, guess what? This is one of them if you came to hear. So I'm not telling you to not have emotions. Did you both hear that? I am not saying that at all. I hear that. Okay. Wendy, do you hear that? Yes, I do. Okay. What I'm saying is it's interesting, Wendy, that you decided that being happy for her and her decision was supportive because she's happy. But what I said to you was, well, what if she was depressed? Would you be depressed along with her and wouldn't you still be supportive? And you said no. I didn't make that up. That's what you said. And I'm asking you to clarify for me, because I still don't understand, what makes being happy supportive and depressed not supportive? That's what I'm going back to. 
Are you complete? I am complete. Okay. The difference that I see is that one is staying in a higher vibration in celebrating with them and one is going down into a lower vibration and not helping to raise them. I am, I can see now as I said that, that that is based on an assumption that she is celebrating right now. So that is where the inaccuracy is on my part. As I well, see that's it. one. I'm stepping in because I agree that's one. You still, I have to say, haven't gotten the fact of if you are going to go with the NTCB training, and if I understood Brenda correctly, if someone is expressing, and I'm not talking about Kathy specifically here, but if someone is expressing depression and and you're being told you can reflect back that emotion or how it's making you feel, it's also making you feel depressed, then that would be appropriate through the Healer Coach program. Is that correct, Brenda? Yes. Okay. So what I'm saying to you, Wendy, under your example, saying it would not be supportive of them. Why not? If you're offering reflective listening, why wouldn't that be supportive? It, yeah, that's what I'm trying to show you. You've got holes in your belief system. It doesn't hold water under every circumstance, which means it's not a truth. So then, if if actively listening and reflecting back, saying, for example, I I hear that you're sad. That's me reflecting on what they've said. That's not me feeling sad with them. I agree. So now we've identified what real reflective listening is. That's great. That's been clarified. Now we go back to your original statement. If they're celebrating and you choose to feel happy about that, that's supportive. If they're depressed and you choose to be depressed along with them, that's not supportive. I don't understand. What I do understand is the vibration. I get the difference in the vibration. But what I'm attempting to show you is it doesn't matter what emotion you're feeling. That doesn't support the person. That's my point, Wendy. It doesn't do another person any good what you feel about what they're doing. I know. Okay. That's being a friend. That's not being a coach. Being a coach is meeting people where they are and giving them the tools that they said they wanted to learn. Um, Do you hear the difference? 
I do hear the difference. I do hear the difference in terms of coaching. Um, well, that's what we're here for. This is a training call. I do hear the difference in terms of. I do hear the difference in terms of coaching. Um, I. Uh, I do also. I do also consider Kathy a friend. So we're um, here to talk about coaching. Yes, I got. I, I guess I'm. I'm. And and I see. I'm that. not bringing the other stuff in. I'm here to use everything that shows up as a training call for coaching. I hear that and. I'm grateful that this came up in this way so that I could see the difference and I'm choosing to be grateful. Um, That because Kathy is also a friend, it came... It doesn't matter. No, 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 that's, that's what I'm point. saying. That it came it out. Does... That it came out this way. That I can see that it doesn't matter. That's that. Okay. Look that at it... Wendy. Wendy, it doesn't matter here that she's a friend. Okay. You don't need to say it. Stay focused on what we're training on. What we're training on is in a coaching session. How important it is that we not bring our emotions into it. That we stay in raw. I I agree. I I agree, and I'm, I'm I I, agree. I get that you're noticing something. I get that you're noticing something. I'm asking you not to bring it here. Okay. Keep it to yourself. Bring it to your private coaching session. This is a training call about coaching. My point was to keep you focused on what it means to be a coach. And in the Healer Coach Program, what I understand is they're saying you can reflect back what you're feeling. My encouragement is in she to be coaching you not do that. That would not be because we have tools. All I would do is if someone says they're fearful or they're depressed or they're something, we go straight to, and Wendy, this is what really what I wanted the call to be about for both of you and or Kathy if she was here, it is time to start getting into your practice coaching. And what I would want is that we would simply respond back, I hear you're fearful. What energy surges are you not using? That would be the standard line. And you can't say that if you're caught up in your own emotions about what is going on for them. That is not raw. The Healer Coach Program does not teach raw. Is that a correct statement? Yes, it does not exactly teach raw. Brenda, does it teach raw? No, it does not. Okay. Raw is an integral part of being able 
to be a Cheetah certified coach and to make a difference in training people on how to use the energy surges. The Healer Coach Program gives you ideas of ways that you can coach people, but it does not give you a specific set of tools to give to people. Do you remember me telling you that, both of you, before you went into it? I do, yes. Yes. Okay. So you get the general and then you come here and I help you refine your ability to be a caretaker in training and then achieve to be certified coach. So please be careful about if, if you're... Here's what I'm going to say to you. If it keeps coming back to me, but in the Healer Coach program, this is what we do. If that keeps coming back to me, I'm going to tell you both. Here's what I'm going to say. Make a choice whether you're more comfortable in the Healer Coach program or in the to be Certified program. They're different. I don't care, honestly, what you choose. Just choose powerfully. If you want clarification, then be clear Say, I would like clarification on the difference between these two programs because it looks different to me. But don't bring it up to me. But in, the, in the, the Healer Coach program, da 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 da. Because it sounds like you're being defensive. That's how it would sound to me. Are you Wendy, what are you getting out of the conversation so far? Because I want to switch over to Brenda and then both give you both your opportunities to declare your be-alls and your jokes and for us to go on to what else I had planned for today. But what are you getting from this conversation so far? What I'm getting from the conversation is that there is a very clear distinction between the Healer Coach program and G2B and those techniques being used in each and that um, although reflective listening in the Healer Coach program is encouraged that we go directly to the Chi to be energy surges. And I am completely comfortable with that. Uh, thank you. I'm going to tell you that I'm still not sure how reflective listening is meant to help someone. So if somebody says to you, I just want to make sure I'm understanding it the way you're understanding it. If a client were to say to you, I'm feeling depressed, it reflective listening would be to say, and now I feel depressed too after what you just said. That, that would be appropriate. No, I actually, my understanding and my practice is that the um, that the reflective listening, I would choose to use the reflective listening once a positive shift has taken place. And, and how would you use it? Give me an example, please, so I'm clear. Um, for instance, uh, you know, I don't know what to do. I can't, can't get this task done, whatever. You know, I hear, your, I, I hear that uh, there's a task that you want to get done. Uh, and then when a, sh- a shift takes place, uh, I could say something like, um, "I hear, I hear excitement in your voice at the, at uh, this, you know, you're, you're, you're seeing a way that you can get this done." 
or the, okay. I take your excitement in the choice that you've made okay. to do this. I, I get it. I get it. That's why I'm stepping in. Here's where I want to make the correction. If that is the case of what they're teaching, what they're training their people to, which is exactly how I remembered it, is in getting outside acknowledgement. What we do in she to be is when someone's done that, I ask them how they're feeling. How often have I ever said to you, how are you feeling now? What's happened to your energy now? And then I'll say, when someone has celebrated that they've shifted, thank you for going ape on yourself. So, Wendy and Brenda, have you heard me say these terms? Always. Always. Brenda, yes. are you there? I apologize. I had hit the mute button. Yes, I, um, I have heard you. Okay. So do you see the difference? In one, they're training people to get acknowledgement from their coach. In she to be, we're training people to get acknowledgement from themselves. Yes or yes? Yes. Yes. I'm writing it down. I liked the phrasing. That's what we promise people, that they'll learn how to increase their own energy and not be dependent on others. The role of an accountability partner is not to be the place they go for self-acknowledgement. It's to be the place where they self-acknowledge themselves, perhaps in front of another person or the other person reminds them they can self-acknowledge. But Wendy, this is why it's so important that you not put yourself into their experience. It doesn't matter when you're a coach or even an accountability partner, whether you're happy about what they've done or you're sad about what they've done. Take that up with your own coach. Process that out with your own accountability partner. When you're supporting the other person, all that matters is what they're feeling. Does this make sense to you now? Yes, it does. Okay, what are you taking away from this whole conversation? Has has anything shifted for you? What are you noticing? What are you feeling now? My... I'm noticing enormous clarity in my head. I feel like a fog is lifted. And um, the reiteration that that it's to increase their self-acknowledgement and that uh, there is no emotions on my part in, in terms of their own experience. Uh, no. I just, just Good. And supporting I am complete. Okay, great. If at the end of a coaching call you notice that your own energy has gone down, that's when you get in touch with your coach or your accountability partner to process out what came up as a result of coaching someone else. That stuff will happen. But if you bring it into the call, you will derail the coaching call. You notice it, you get back to raw, you make a mental note as soon as this call's over, i got to go process this out with someone. But you don't do it with the client. And in an accountability partnership call, you wait until the person is completely done 
And then, not in response to, when they're done, then when it's your turn, you can say, hey, here's what I just noticed. As a result of listening to you, what came up for me is da-da-da-da-da-da-da. That's how you do it in an accountability partnership call. So, Wendy, what did you hear that might be different than you've ever thought about before? I'm complete. Thank you. What I heard that is different is that as, as soon as I bring in my emotions into the coaching call, I can derail the call and that it's not a place for for any of my emotions regardless of how much I want to celebrate or with that I must stay in raw that I, that I must stay in raw is the place for if I choose when I'm choosing to coach I'm choosing to stay in raw period I'm complete great Thank you. And that is the distinction. What you do in your accountability partnerships, I don't have any say. I'm just giving you suggestions here on how to make them more supportive for both of you. But when you're representing she to be as a coach, exactly. So thank you. Uh, Brenda, and for you, what has come up for you? There's been a lot now since I originally asked you and you asked <laughs> to get in touch with your feelings. Where are you at now? I um Wendy, thank you uh, for everything that you um, have just gone through with uh, Stacy, and the clarity that the conversation has brought to myself. Um, so I want to acknowledge you and thank you for that. And Stacy, thank you for taking Wendy through the process. What I am feeling now is I'm realizing that I was neutral in my emotions. And when you asked me what I was feeling, if, and I think you may have even had an anything on there. I'm not sure I heard that, though, because what I heard was, what am I feeling now? And so it, there was an expectation that I was supposed to be feeling something. And through this whole process and dialogue with Wendy, what I've been paying attention to in my body is that my body stayed very calm. I didn't feel myself tensing. Um, I, my, my pulse rate, my, my breathing, everything stayed very, very neutral. Uh, and I was able to um, sit back and truly listen to what was going on and feel that I did, in fact, keep my emotions in raw. During, I'm confused. I'm interrupting because I require when, when you were during this call or during your conversation with Kathy. Actually, that was the original question. Actually, both. Um, and so it felt wrong, quote unquote, to not have some emotions. <laughs> and so I start, and I and I'm realizing now that when I was rambling initially and you cut me off, it was because I had remained neutral and I didn't have um, an emotion one way or the other. I, I, had, I had stayed neutral. 
in raw. So the term for yeah. that is you were in raw. So yeah. yes, I had an expectation. I expected you were feeling something because something transpired. When life throws stuff at us, we feel something. Either we're feeling neutral, which means all emotions are present and yet there's nothing for me to respond to. It just is. Life came at me and I'm cool. It's fine, authentically. Or I got pulled into an emotion and got pulled off of neutral in which case I'm no longer in raw. So yes, Brenda, I did have an expectation. I just didn't know what it was going to be. I simply expected you'd have a feeling or a response. And acknowledging to myself that I stayed in neutral um, is a brand new experience for me. And and not brand new. I've, I've felt it. I remember feeling it back at the Las Vegas retreat. I remember feeling it um, back, you know, at the New Jersey retreat, what I'm recognizing and attempting to express is this whole dialogue and and from 12 whatever time today, my time until now, has given me a heightened awareness of what it truly feels like in my body to be in neutral. And and so I feel like I'm moving from seeding to sprouting with acknowledgement of what it really truly feels like in my body. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank, Thank you. you. You're welcome. All right. And I'm just for clarity's sake, Brenda, was there anything I shared in my process with of training with Wendy that caused you any concern, that you have any questions about? or that you'd like to acknowledge what it was for you or how you feel about it. I want to give space to that. Thank you. And um, there are a couple things that um, were highlights for me. Um, I liked... It feels very um, reassuring and very powerful in my body to know that I have this very narrow and yet very wide range of the energy surges and and how they can be used. And so that that was very, very reassuring to me and and empowering to me. And then the other thing um, was at the very end about um, the... um, the example and, and the phrasing that you used if um, I, in fact, when I'm in a coaching call with someone and feel that emotional shift or that pull, uh, the clarity on it's okay to feel that and it's similar to the four-body check-in with just let my body know when I will be, you know, just make myself a written note, a mental note that, okay, there's something that I want to process after I'm done with this client. And so that was um, very empowering for me as well. Thank you. I'm complete. You're welcome. And I appreciate what you said about the connection between what I shared and the four bodies. That is the four bodies exercise. That's exactly, that's the mastery of the four bodies exercise, that in any given moment we can tell 
that we got pulled off, we can go in quickly and go, was that my physical body, my emotional body, my mental body, or my spirit body? What's the number? Okay, it can be instantaneous and right back to the client, right back. So I know both of you haven't shared your be-alls and your jokes yet, so I'm going to make a request. Neither one of you has asked me how it was for me. I'm curious if you're interested. If you're not interested, that's okay. And the it, be more clear, how Kathy's choice is for me, neither one of you has asked. And I'm not sure if you're interested or curious. So I'm checking in. And this is Brenda. I am interested um, from the perspective of being your accountability partner. So, yes, I would like to know um, how you are feeling. Okay, from the perspective of my accountability partner, wouldn't take place in this call. Okay. So that's the only place that you're interested? I am also interested from the overall perspective of what it looks like um, for um, offering she to be services. And I guess I'm unclear as to um, what it looks like to start with one, two, or three people, and does that have any impact on the overall launch of the um, coaching program. Okay, thank you for that. I will address that. Wendy? And I am am curious, in addition to that, as to what what this rest stop, what this rest stop um, is for Kathy uh, and how, how long it is and how um, yeah, I can't talk about. I, I can tell you right away. I cannot respond to that. That's Kathy's. Okay. Ask that then, Kathy. I would, then I would uh, like some uh, clarity as to how um, I could be of support to Kathy at this time. Ask as Kathy. Her accountability. It has nothing to do with the training program, what you're saying. That has all has to do with your relationship with Kathy. Okay. I asked, Mike, so are you aware of what just... question? Wendy, are you aware of what question I actually asked? Did the question you asked was, is there, well, you asked two questions. One, which was how how the conversation with Kathy um, affected you, what the experience was like for you. And if um, I uh, would like to hear about that, uh, the answer to that is yes. And then the other question was, do I have, or do we have any questions in the uh, constraints of the training uh, about uh, what transpired with Kathy? And I do see me being her accountability partner as part of the training, and that so that is why I ask about what my accountability relationship with her looks like if um, 
she's taking the rest up from the training. Okay, that's a very different question than what you asked me. You were asking me about Kathy. Now, if you ask me what happens to your accountability partnership inside the training program, that I have an answer on. Okay? That, that, that is, in actuality, my question. Okay. So here's what I'm going to ask you both to do very quickly. Wendy, what's your be-all? My be-all is I am singing my song. I am empowered and empowering using my God-given gifts to their fullest potential and a role model for my daughter and others as my physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies thrive surrounding myself and my family with everything that is most perfect for us, including financial freedom. Thank you. Brenda, what's your be-all? My be-all is that I am inspiring, educating, and equipping a million and more people to live lives that are full of health, harmony, faith, and prosperity through my products and services while creating financial freedom for myself and my family. Between the two of you, do either one of you think that there's any open agreements? No. I heard Brenda. Wendy? Between uh, Brenda and myself? And yeah, I do you have any aware. open agreements? Okay, do you feel either one of you feel you have open agreements with me? No. No. Okay, neither do I. So in the few minutes that we have, I'm going to ask you to forego the jokes, if that's okay, and I would like to answer your questions. Would that be all right? Yes. Yes, thank you. Okay. So here's what transpired for me. Be very clear, I am not speaking for Kathy. What transpired for me is that, and also think about how we had conversations when we were looking at Angela and whether it worked for her to be in the training program. So inside the training program, because you've all been connected and made agreements, I do not feel like I am breaking any agreements here. We've had a group conversation before about Kathy's fears and bringing her fears to the call. Would you both agree with that? Yes. yes. Okay. It became abundantly clear that she has fears. And it became abundantly clear that despite a coaching call, nothing was shifting. I asked her to check in to see if she was in a good place. I asked her to check in to see if she was really being a caretaker in training and if she still wanted to be because Kathy has registered for two retreats. She's got the Minneapolis retreat and the graduates retreat. And what I said to her was, if it would be better for her to take the pressure off of being a caretaker in training so that her coaching calls go back to simply being coaching calls and not coaching and training calls in light of two retreats bringing stuff to the surface, that that might be what she wants to do. I asked her what her plans were regarding being a G2B coach. And her answer to me was, I desire to be. And I said, Kathy... Do you know the difference between desire and intention? And she was able to tell me. And I said, so there you go. Desire produces a certain set of behaviors 
intention produces another set. If you can come to the caretakers and training call and be intentional about being a caretaker in training, please do. But please do not come to the call if you're still just desiring. I will not allow that lower vibration to be present in the group call at this stage of training. We are long past being in the place of desire. So if it's not working for you, then I encourage you to take a a rest stop from the caretakers and training program until you're sure you can be intentional. And I encourage you to get as much coaching as you possibly can because I believe preparing for your retreats is bringing old stuff up. Now, that's the part that I feel comfortable sharing with the two of you inside of agreements we've had as a group. With that said, that's where we left it. I do not know how long a rest option intends to take. We have not formalized that yet. Um, And I'm not sure it will get formalized yet. I'm allowing it just to be and I'm watching. What that means in terms of both of you and her as your accountability partnership, that's up to both of you. That's up to you to look at what you have on your attraction plan as to what works for you to have as an accountability partner at this stage of your training and as being a G2B coach. This is where you get to develop your maturity, your strength, not not like your children, but you know, this in, integrity strength of being clear what really works for you to have as an accountability partner and being kind, not nice. Kathy has given both of you an opportunity to practice the energy surges in terms of what harmonious relationships mean to both of you. I've already made my choice, and I was very clear what I will not accept any longer, and that is somebody who is not intentional about completing this program. Desire is a lovely word. It does not get it done. That's my answer to both of you. Uh, Which of you would like to respond first? This is Wendy. I'll respond. Okay, Wendy, you have one minute. We literally have two minutes, so please be succinct and improve on the silence. Thank you. For the information, I'm complete. Okay, that's you're really full. That's that's totally complete. All that you would like to say. Yes. Okay. Thank you. And is your energy up or down, Wendy? After what I've shared, my energy is up. Okay, good. Thank you, Brenda. Yes. Anything? that you'd like to respond? I, too, would like to um, thank you for sharing um, what you um, just shared with us. And um, 
Thank you for the clarity on looking at um, integrity and harmoniously powerful agreements and what that looks like for myself. And I am choosing to um, create intentional activities around that. Thank you. I'm complete. Okay, thank you. Is your energy up or down? My energy is the same. Okay. So now this is where the practice comes in. If after this call either one of you starts to notice you're having emotions about this in any way, shape, or form, that would be the time to schedule a coaching session or even if there's I'm full, text me and say, you know what, some stuff is coming up now. Because it would be expected. This is a big shift and change at this level of our program. It is a big shift. It is a big change. That's the truth. How I'm out about it is it's all perfect. Inside of achieving everybody's be-alls and our intention to practice the energy surges, it's perfect. Kathy gets to have her experience. This isn't the first time I've shared with all of you that along the way, oftentimes people have to take rest stops. It becomes too much for them. They've got to back off. I get that. What they do during their rest stop time will determine whether they come back or not. For others, it just strengthens the resolve to go forward. So for me, I'm standing in, it's all perfect. And with that, um, anybody want to lead us out on our rally chair? I will. Okay. Wendy, I, I brought us in. How about if you take us out? Okay, thank you, Brenda. You're welcome. I am energized. I am I energized. energized. I am powerful. I am, I powerful. am powerful. I am taking my life by my be-all. I am I taking, am my, taking life 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 my life by be-all. my be-all. Okay. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.